Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. Thank you so much for coming back to Nick Flanagan Weekly. I am Nick Flanagan. Perhaps you actually are coming for the first time and not coming back at all. Uh, that's fine, too. I welcome a new crowd. Take a seat. Enjoy. Take your glasses off. Rub your brow. Furrow your eyebrows in astonishment and disbelief. Try to understand where I'm going with points. Um, remember Midnight at Midnight? Was that show? And you go, points! Death of society. Society died when that that show had something to do with society dying. Not blaming anyone involved in the show, but, you know, there was Hollywood Squares before it. That helped kill things, but Midnight didn't help. Look, I would kill to be on Midnight. That's not what this is about. Thou shalt not kill. That's uh, my com- comedian attitude. Thou shalt not kill. And so I never kill when I perform. I'm Nick Flanagan, the uh, titular host of Nick Flanagan Weekly. Sometimes the show is several times a week. Sometimes it's once a week. Generally, it's twice a week. But it varies. There are interviews. I'm a solo. do solo episodes. There's music. We have a good time here. People enjoy it. I... Uh, Actually, this is not a episode, I'm, this is like an intro I'm giving, because this current episode was a live stream, and it just kind of doesn't really have an intro, so I thought I'd record an intro. So there will be no outro, outro is just going to happen from the live stream, but uh, I'm just trying to say it's going to start a little awkwardly, talking about sexualizing dogs, and insisting I'm not sexualizing dogs, I would never do that. And I talk about legs or arms. A song by Ron Hole, the demo of which can be heard on my Patreon, which is uh, linked in the show description. And uh, there's also a link for a one-time donation. Both of those things really help me continue to do this wildness. And if I get a new computer, I can have a much easier time editing the damn thing, because I'm having a lot of trouble with my program. Anyway, enough about that. Enjoy the episode. Thank you so much for listening. It's not me trying to shame the dog or sexualize the dog, but it's a very small dog and it's got large genitals. And that, my friend, is a curse. People say it's a gift. Honestly, you know what? Try putting on tiny pants. They're 18 sizes too small if you got a problem like that. You think a horse wants to wear pants? Why not? Because he can't fit in the pants. Also, I am in a band called Wrong Hole, and we have a song called Legs or Arms, which I just was thinking about the horses that came to mind, and uh, it's a question about if the two front parts of an animal, wouldn't they be arms? Or are they just two other legs? Uh, I think it's, it's quite a debate. So you should check out the Ron Hole song, Legs or Arms, when we unleashed on the public. It's going to be pretty interesting stuff. Um, thank you for listening. If you listened to the John Semley interview yesterday, I know the sound was a little funny. We're uploading one that has better sound now. If you can hear me right now on the podcast and on the live stream, you should let me know because I am insecure about whether or not it works. And I want to send a big shout-out to Martin, 
You may want to be slightly anonymous. The Great Martin, A Career Suicide, excellent punk rock vocalist, my brother in arms. And uh, he gave, donated a nice amount to my uh, coffee page. That's co-fi slash Nick Flanagan. Um, I, I thought it was just so nice. So thank you, Martin. That really means a lot. Um, he said it was because I'm going to autograph his sticky since I was in the sticky commercial years ago with uh, the Shamrock guy, Vince Offer. Well, maybe he'd go on my podcast. I really should check with that. Would you like to hear me interview uh, Vince Offer of Shticky? I think that would be interesting. Do you think he got a bum rap? Is that a problematic phrase? Bum rap? I woke up today in a bit of a haze, feeling bad. Feeling like, what am I doing? What have I done with my life? Where is it going? You know, I'm, I'm in my childhood home, living out the end of my 30s. It seems weird, but it seems right. So confused, but I was down. And it's, I, I've probably said this before, it's, I am so embarrassed, humiliated, and annoyed that before I have a sip of coffee, I'm all, like, super depressed. It just seems so trite, so standard. And, uh, you know, I really want to be one of those people who wake up in the morning, no coffee, you wake up and you're like, let's do this. Where's the army? I'm joining it. But not the military army. I'm going to join the peaceniks. I'm going to become the peaceful warrior who brings peace upon the planet. And I don't need coffee. And I feel good about myself. But no, instead I wake up and I'm like, Mmm, why do I have a head? It's just thinking bad thoughts. And then I have a cup of joe. And I'm like, hey, this is why I work. Or in my case, this is what you consider working. I will say, if you're out there and you're someone who also gets sad in the morning and you happen to work alone a lot of the time, my recommendation to you is get out of the house. Rule number one. Rule number two is uh, you should then uh, go to uh, the park. Pizza, pigeon, spread. No, you should meet up with a friend. Interact with a, a pal. I had a meeting with my friend after I woke up today, and I went from sad to glad, as Jim Morrison might say. And uh, I managed to feel good for the rest of the um, day, pretty much. Although I had some sort of toothache that hopefully has to do with barometric pressure. Um, yeah, I... Uh, I love going to the coffee shop. Russell and Still on Bluer and Markham. I go there where I say hi. I show it to a friend. We have some foamy coffee. It's really nice. If you don't go to coffee shops that you love, you're missing out on really a nice part of life. Sitting down, looking at all the people there, taking out a notebook, doodling. I'm not saying you should go to Joe Beardy's attitude-filled barista coffee shop. You're better off drinking coffee from a gutter. 
and going to some of these coffee shops. Overpriced brown water served to you by someone who'd rather be making their electronic at home, beats by Dre earphones, paid for by the dollar tip you give out of guilt. Don't go to those coffee shops. Those coffee shops are what I call them. Libraries without books that you pay to sit in with your laptop all day. No, go to ones that speak to you. Go to a coffee shop that sings your name as you pass by in a vocoded, uh, auto-tuned manner. That's not what an auto-tune sounds like. I'm not a voice master. But you get the idea. And that's what uh, Russell and Still on Blue Street does for me. This is an unpaid for advertisement. I got 10% off a coffee once and some free coffees for buying 20, but they don't pay me. They got plants everywhere, a nice picture window, Vietnamese coffee, matcha lattes. This is where you want to be if you're writing your masterpiece. But there are no more masterpieces. That's what the 21st century is all about. Post-peak. Right now, what I'm doing is on par with anything. That's how low the standards of society have gotten. Just getting on the mic and chatting is enough nowadays to be as entertaining as Vanderpump. People love Vanderpump. I'm probably not as good as Vanderpump. I'm recording in a slightly new space today. There is, uh, tonight I should say, there is a dog here. Let me see if I can... There's a dog here. It's a good boy. And you, just for watching, are a good person. Um, or listening, are a good person. Uh, I, it's always important to have a gratitude list. I've got a gratitude list that I always like to list off my gratitude list on this uh, solo adventure I'm on. Solo episodes, which are almost my favorite kind of episodes, you know? It's not that other talking to other people, I love doing it, but... that uh, <laughs> talking to other people is a problem for me, but I do get very anxious and hold back. Uh, it's just that as it stands now, I don't have any of the pressures of trying to impress another person. I know there are people listening or watching, listening to or watching this, but I don't see us. And so, it doesn't quite feel the same. So yeah, if you're sad this morning, yes, 
be your favorite friend, but if, if your favorite friend is really awesome, it might be booked up. So you might have to get, you know, you know just all friends are worthwhile. That's what I'm trying to say. You can even meet a stranger. Make a plan to meet some blogger you really like. I'm telling you, 90% of bloggers, if you contact them, will hang out with you. By law, that's what's required. As I was saying, gratitude list. Here's what I'm grateful for. Park benches. I love park benches. Where I'm from, they're green. In the park, you see the bench. Scan it for detritus and debris. And if there is that on it, find the debris, clean it off, put it in the bin. Do your fellow person a favor. And uh, then if all is well and good, you sit down on the bench and all oh, you take in the night and the day and the clean, cool air and the totality of human existence, generally if you're on a park bench, will strike you. That is why the great Eckhart Tolle once sat on a park bench for I think two years or something. Eckhart Tolle, Oprah, I need to tell you to be present. You do not know you are present. You are just present. Get me to a chopper, I'm Eckhart Tolle. He sounds just like Schwarzenegger. Eckhart Tolle. And we've never seen him, right? He's never been seen. He's just a voice. So, my guess is he is, this is a long form hoax by Arnold Schwarzenegger to talk about being present. Remember that movie Collateral Damage and how much it mirrored 9-11? What was that all about, Arnie? Moving on, the second thing on my gratitude list today is parks themselves. You think park benches are good? Well, they couldn't be anything if it weren't for parks. They'd just be benches. The parks are uh, just great. We got them in cities. They got green, lush plants everywhere, sometimes playgrounds. And the greenery provides chlorophyll, which then goes into the air and helps create oxygen to allow the human race to continue beating the hell out of the earth. Oh, wow. What? Is the earth a bad child? And this is 1805? Because we're beating it. Parks. What's your favorite park? I'm a fan of High Park in Toronto. I'm a fan of Griffith Park in Los Angeles. I'm a fan of Central Park in the New York City tri-state area. And uh, I like Kate Asbury Park. You go in there, the hippies all look at you. Hey, man! You want some weed? It's not illegal anymore. In fact, I'll tell you right now, I'm on an edible. Yeah, that's right. I ate an edible before I got on the mic. What do you think about that? I'm not driving. Besides, maybe some of you crazy. I get these edibles with a very nice person and to split on them, and then they taste 
it's like Oreo flavored, so we're eating them every night. I don't even know if I like it, how it makes me feel in terms of the uh, edible, but they're so tasty. I just want them. It tastes kind of like a Nanaimo bar. Have you ever had a Nanaimo bar? If you're from where I'm from, you've had a Nanaimo bar, most likely at a bus station bakery. But man, are they good. I'm pretty sure they're just sugar and sh- like, I don't know, it's like made with, it's like cream cheese with sugar and like egg yolk. I don't know what it is. But it's a Nanaimo bar, Google it. If you don't care about your life, try it. But if you do care about your taste buds, have a good time. Also try it. Parks. You can take your dogs there. Parks. Look up in the sky. At night, you can see the stars in the park. Parks. Sex place. Parks. Where the squirrels live. Parks. Not open after six. <laughs> Grateful for the parks. Third thing I'm grateful for today is Tylenol. Extra strength Tylenol. Today I woke up and my teeth hurt. Always a good sign. And I I coped with it for a while. And then after a bit I said, you know, no, I'm going to take an extra strength Tylenol. Lo and behold, it still kind of hurt, but less. Thank you for whoever invented pain relievers. Oh, niacin. I'm sorry, but Big Pharma got big for a reason. What have I been up to? I don't even know. I don't think I'm living my life robotically, but I'm waking up, cat's snuggling with me, getting up, going over my to-do list, trying to sell vintage posters, uh, finding new manners of entertaining people and uh, starting to write down ideas and then getting distracted. You know, actually, the last few days I have been back to the old gaming on the PlayStation 4 specifically. I, uh, went, uh, I I went like a week without, you know, playing much in the way of video games, but... I just decided to reward myself for that last couple days, and uh, back on the Fortnite, everyone's kicking my ass at Fortnite. I feel like as maybe the oldest Fortnite player in history, that the kids should be giving me a little respect, even though I'm not good. But no, they're still throwing lots of disses my way. They're dissing me up, as we used to say in junior high school in Toronto, Ontario. Running me to be exact, but that's not important. You don't care what my junior high was. You want to know what my soul is singing. What my soul is singing is, Ooh, I like Grand Theft Auto. Because I'm playing this Grand Theft Auto 5 for PlayStation 4, finally getting into it. I'm loving it. I'm sorry. If we all just like blew off steam, Grand Theft Auto style, there'd be no crime even though there's lots of horrible things in there. You just do it in a game. Now, of course, if we discovered that characters created in video games are actually sentient, and we've been murdering them for years, well then, we have a lot to answer for in society. But until that day comes, blow up Steve by playing 
Grand Theft Auto. Inflame Weekly is sponsored by Grand Theft Auto 5, a popular murder game. Uh, if you do want to support the podcast, you can, of course, make a one donation at co-fi.com slash nickflanagan or patreon.com slash nickflanagan. But you don't have to. And, uh, yeah, the other thing I did this weekend relating to video gaming maybe was uh, garage sailing. Me and nice person went to uh, garage sale in the local vicinity. Street garage sale, and the prices were good at all. I got a couple of video games, pretty cheap. I got Star Wars Battlefront 2, so that I can be the last Jedi for once. And uh, I got like a Lego game, Capcom Marvel Superheroes Lego game. I don't know. I don't know what I do with my money. I just do something and I go. I bought a copy of uh, a pack of Cindy Lauper vintage 1987 uh, trading cards. They've got a stick of gum in there. Anyway, look for that on eBay. What if I made a currency that was just Cindy Lauper trading cards? Made those so valuable in that they were money. Would you accept this new currency? Time after time, using Cindy Lauper cards to buy something. You'd have to be a goonie to not want to do that. Were the goonies the good guys or the bad guys? The goonies. I can't really remember. Hello to all my American listeners. What are you doing and why are you doing what you're doing? No, you're the best, but. Come on now. Lost track of that. Oh, I'm having a wonderful time being here with you talking. Yeah, the garage sales. People always try to, like, uh, couple that with some sort of food sale. Hey, we're throwing away our junk. Where the food's not leftovers, but realistically, that's what the food would be. Sort of like garage sale equivalent. You're not gonna have fresh gourmet clams in some garage sale, are you? I don't think so. Don't play that. And uh, yeah, so that was nice. We walked around. I put on a hat. Wore a fun hat I don't normally wear. That was cool. And that was basically the weekend. You know, long walk by the water the night before, and then garage sales. And I'll tell you, okay, this is June. The theme is going to be garage sales. So if you know of or having a garage sale in all of Ontario, anywhere in Ontario, let me know. And I might make an uh, appearance there. And if you want, I'll do a comedy Oh, yeah. We'll barter. You'll give me the best things at the sale. And next thing you know, hundreds of people will gather at your home to see me uh, talk about Bitcoin. Humorous. 
Okay. So that was my weekend. Saw Avengers Endgame the other week. Truly the end of the game. That was pretty good. No surprises. Did you notice that? Even the alleged surprises were not surprises. And I had no spoilers, don't be worried. But let's just say... Dark Hawk does not make an appearance. You may remember Dark Hawk. Very un uncomfortable name to say. Dark Hawk. Don't say it fast. Dark Hawk. Dark Hawk. Dark Hawk. Okay, I'm turning this just into a, uh, like a voice acting class where I'm the stupid. You don't need that. Darkhawk. Darkhawk. Anyway, Darkhawk is not in this. And, uh, it's just like, if you saw that first movie, that's the exciting one. The Infinity One. <laughs> the Infinity War. You're like, cool. And then this one, you're kind of like, Rudd? I just realized it's weird that Paul Rudd is in these. The other thing I've been doing to dramatically shift into the slightness of this topic is listening to uh, episodes of uh, this Attitude Magazine um, webinars. Attitude Magazine is this awesome um, ADD, ADHD information publication into people who have it. And they have these live, they have a podcast apparently, which I, I suggest, I recommended one of the uh, episodes of it a while ago by Stephen Dodson, which is about something called Rejection Sensitive Dysphoria, which is so interesting. Because guess what? I have it. And when I'm doing this streaming and I'm seeing people coming and going, the rejection I feel when I see the numbers diminish can only be described as, um, okay, well, that's actually not so bad, but trust me, I've got it. And yeah, um, they also have these webinars where people, uh, scientists or doctors, talk about uh, certain subjects and, and uh, at length. And I watched one that was about rejection-sensitive dysphoria, and uh, the other one I saw, what I listened to was today, and that was one <laughs> where it was like, how do I know, uh, you know, I'm, a, I'm on the autism spectrum. I thought that was a really interesting topic. How an adult who may have fallen through the cracks can find out if they're on the autism spectrum, or they fall on the autism I don't know if autistic is a word anymore. Apparently Asperger's is not what we call things anymore, so that's a But yeah, and it was really interesting because I think anyone who has these uh, personality traits like ADHD, bipolar, or they're diagnosed with, uh, you know, Asperger's or a form of autism, they can easily be um, confused for one another. I mean, I honestly listened to that and I was like, I guess I could take a test, but I really don't know. <laughs> Uh, I suppose I have. Anyway, I won't go into it, but listen to it. I'll provide a link to that, uh, and it's worth listening to. So that's 
the other thing. Um, I I think that uh, I get uncomfortable when people label themselves. That's the weird thing is I I've, I've used this podcast a lot to talk about um, labels, not labels, but but like ADHD or uh, mental health in general, and you know. People with ADD, there's no cool name for it, which is maybe why I'm jealous of people who do those labels. Like, uh, uh, there's this thing on HBO that I've been watching here and there called On Tour with Asperger's or Us. And uh, it's, they call themselves Aspies. And I just, that just makes me feel weird. I don't know. I just, society is this pendulum. You know, sometimes the pendulum swings at like not accepted enough, and then it swings all the way over to too accepted. <laughs> uh, no, not too accepted, but I just think I'm not really sure. I don't know a better answer for any of this shit. I just know what makes me uncomfortable, and it's when people call themselves a short-form version of the disease they have. Like, I heard Joni Mitchell, the world-famous songstress, one of the most talented guitar-wielding ragers in the history of the world. She was getting interviewed by a man accused of uh, hitting his girlfriend uh, to uh, she, she was getting interviewed by him she says she has a disease called Morgellons which is this very interesting subset of diseases uh, Morgellons is something where people think they have fibers inside of them that uh, are, co- are coming out of their skin and causing acute weakness and mental illness and it's generally viewed as a mental illness these fibers that are inside you. But she called herself a morgue. She was like, us morgues, you know. We gotta be careful about this. And I was just like, no. But you know, I wouldn't belong to any club that asked me to join. That's a quote I made up myself, and I think it's great. I also invented the phrase, here's looking at you. It was actually based on being misheard. Someone was like, what are you doing? And I said, here's looking at you. Like, I'm here looking at you. But I think people took it as a form of cheers. I had a dream yesterday that uh, the doors were brought into the future through a time machine, and I got to watch them perform, and I kind of made friends with Jim Morrison. Does that mean I should get back into the... uh, World of Rock and Roll. I did an episode a while back where I sang some songs backed by the keyboards of Marty Tops. So you can listen to that one if, to find out if I should get back into rock and roll. It's been a long time since I walked in the moonlight. It's been a long, it's been a long, it's been a lonely, lonely, lonely long time. Thank you. Oh, singing. Beautiful feeling in the world between his, his, his singing or 
eating a Nanaimo bar. Nickling in Weekly is sponsored by Nanaimo Bars, the only non-alcoholic bar that's as good as beer. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, we are rounding into the end of things. If anyone here follows Owen Benjamin and what's going on with that guy, I feel like I'm talking about that dude so much on the podcast, and the average person who listens to my podcast doesn't really know who he is. This poor guy is going down the tubes, and I've never seen anything like it. I'm not trying to demean him. Seems like an intelligent enough guy who went off the rails, but uh, there is a descent into something that this guy is doing, and uh, he's hurting on all the other right-wing guys that he's friends with. That's what's so fascinating. This guy, Owen Benjamin, he was like in with all these people, all the gross people, and he, he turned on all of them immediately. Uh, not immediately, he, he, his live stream at first was him being like, I'm such good friends with Ben Shapiro, whatever, Steven Crowder, and then like, a year later, he's like, those guys are oh, those guys are bad. He's saying funny burns on those guys, but he's losing his mind, and it's incredibly offensive. And I don't think you should watch it, but, uh, what the hell, I'm watching it. And if someone is already trapped in the thrall of it, and wants to write me about it, weeklypodcast at gmail.com. And if you're enough of an expert, we you can be interviewed on this podcast. That's my that's the guarantee from me to you. <laughs> What's the guarantee from me to me? You gotta do quick pro quo. If I got a guarantee to ye from me, what is the guarantee from ye me me? track of things. I've lost the plot. But it's a lot better than losing the pot. Am I right? This show is sponsored by the chocolatey edible I ate earlier. I just licked my lips something fierce. Well, folks, we've had a time. It's been a good time. It's been a great time. Please, if you have a question, write podcast at gmail.com and I will answer it. Uh, and hopefully I get another episode out this week. Thank you for listening to Alberia last week, John Semley, and Cassie Cowley the other week. We've got more interviews coming to you, but I want to do solo it's me and the listener, and there ain't no interlopers. You know what I'm saying? Who needs an interlope? Who? We don't need no stinking guests. I also invented the phrase, we don't need no stinking. A lot of people think that was from uh, the Sierra Madre film. But in fact, that line wasn't added until 1990 in the DHS release, after I'd said it at a birthday party attended by Samuel Goldman's grandfather. Grandson. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the podcast. Nick Flam Weekly. We signing off. Feel free. Feel free to uh, 
Thank you, Carly Stasco, for saying that. That's nice. I uh, would like to encourage you, if you want to go to patreon.com slash again. You can help out worldcoffee.com slash McFlanagan. Or you can just subscribe, rate, review on iTunes. Tell your friends. Just keep listening. That's all I need, really. And uh, thank you. Have a good night and day. Tell me what your gratitude list is. Let's have a good time. Night. Flanagan Weekly Nick Flanagan Weekly